do this. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. And the old Hill Country in Texas is getting more beautiful every day because it's cooling off. And uh, we actually got um, three-quarters inches of rain two nights ago. And uh, the night before, I was singing the Elemental song that Adam put a thing on. No, I think it was Steve put a put a uh, um, a video of Adano singing the Elemental song, and so I sang that, and it worked. Uh, the rain came, so we'll talk about that this morning with Adam Bergstrom, who is a, a chronobiotic nutrition and a um, uh, a Noda uh, uh, not Noda. What? Who's the guy? Who's the guy? In, in I don't even uh, Yoda. He's a Yoda of uh, funky bits of wisdom because. That's what he does for a living. He does funky bits of wisdom with Adam Bergstrom. He's on the uh, first and <laughs> first Monday and the third Wednesday. Hello, funky bits of wisdom, Adam. How you doing? How you doing? Greetings and salutations. Salutations <laughs> to you, dude. Salutations to you. <laughs> so you're telling me before we went on the air, you just got up and going on uh, Twitter and um, what and Instagram, right? Instagram, yeah, getting some results. And we thank everybody buying our books because we had a financial crisis ah. for the last week or two. Yeah, yeah kind of like the Lehman crisis in 2008. We've all had, we all go through those from time to time, don't yeah, we? Yeah, and I, I think <laughs> Facebook has put us in a bubble too because even ah. though we don't say the B word and things like that, mm-hmm. we do say some pretty controversial things. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they have a list. <laughs> I think, I think I think we're both on list. it. Yeah, yeah, we're on it. <laughs> whatever, whatever list there no is, doubt. we're on it. You know, yeah, we're we're on it. Uh, Adam Bergstrom is with us. Uh, please join uh, us if you care to. Triple eight six six three sixty three eighty six. As we're live here on this nineteenth uh, day of October, twenty twenty two. Let me roll up my sleeves a little bit here. I think we roll up our sleeves when we do work, right? I roll up <laughs> I don't know if, Roll up my short sleeves. I don't, know, I don't know if we call this work or not. If this is work, you know. Man, we're pretty in good shape. Eh, Adam? This is what we do for work. Talk. Crazy. Right? Talk. Adam, we're fortunate. We don't have to punch we, a clock. Yeah, and no heavy lifting, you know, and we don't have somebody telling us what to do. You know, it's pretty, pretty cool. But if you care to call and join us with uh, whatever funky bit of wisdom and Interjection you may have, 888-663-6386. Email patrick1radionetwork.com. Adam Bergstrom is out in, in um, um, what's the name of the city? I can't remember. Montecito. Montecito. Yeah, out the movie stars. You know, the movie yes, stars. we're the poorest person here. <laughs> we, <laughs> we have, uh, everybody's moving here. Gen- what is there, Jennifer Aniston or whatever, now they're all here. Natalie Port- Well, Natalie Portland uh, has left and... We just have a whole bunch of them. So the, so the movie types, they like to come up there because it's away from the city and it's still close enough so they can do their thing, huh? Often they have two homes, uh-huh. one in Beverly Hills or Brentwood and then one up here. That's what I would do if I was a big star. I would have two. Yeah, yep. two. And how far of a drive is it from from uh, La La Land or where yeah, you are to La La Land? Downtown, about 80 miles, I think. Oh, 80, 90 far. miles. Yeah, yeah they take helicopters down, things like that, have private jets here in Santa Barbara. So, 
So they actually no problem. They actually find uh, fly the, the to L.A. Just yep. Wow. Oprah does. That must take about two <laughs> minutes, right? Just. I think so. <laughs> yeah. Did you see yeah, the they really Learjets and and they have Learjet services here. In oh, other words, oh, uh, good. Uh, I don't know if you remember Don Panagotti. He used to uh, do. Uh, he used to pilot for celebrities like that. He never. He was on the Sulfur Hour uh-huh. back in the day. I still get emails from him. Well, uh, I saw where this company's got this um, uh, taxi air taxi going, and they're going to really um, put it out in the next couple of years. It's pretty cool. I mean, it just goes up in the air. I don't know, <laughs> not very high, and just. I think it. I don't know how fast does it go. Have you seen how fast they go? No, it's uh, modeled after The Fifth Element with Bruce Willis. Huh? You remember that movie no, I where don't. he's a taxi driver and mm-hmm. uh, three hundred years from now or whatever? Mm-hmm. It's a really good movie, by the way. The Fifth Element. Oh yeah, I think I do have seen that long ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So these air ta- I think this is going to be like the way to go because in places like Los Angeles, Austin, where they only have so many highways and they don't have room to make more lanes, right? You just have to take out, you know, 4,000, 4, you know, 20,000 homes or something. Um, that's the only way they're going to survive, right? Is just go above it and, <laughs> and you know, and go back and forth. I think this one I saw, um, it's going to be 100 and... If you want to buy your own, I think it's going to be 140000 You know, which is, I mean, these days with the Tesla, well, they charge, what, eighty, ninety thousand 90000 for those things. Yeah. What's another fifty, and then fly, you know? <laughs> Not much of a jump. You know, we have these, uh, what do you call them, the, the lightweight planes uh, that are really cheap. Eh? Mm-hmm. They, However, they restrict the places you can go over because the rich people don't want you looking down on their property. Because with these uh, with these hang gliders and mm. uh, auto lights, no, there's some name for it for lightweight planes. I know a guy that had one up in Idaho and he flew it all around. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah, and it's really cheap. It's basically like a air bicycle almost. Yeah, electric bicycle, I might say. Electric bicycle. <laughs> That's the big thing here now in Santa Barbara, electric bicycles. You see people riding along on a bicycle and they're not pedaling. Oh, so, so they have these little motors on, on, on bicycles, like with the regular yep. bicycle. That's pretty fun. How fast do they go? Probably yeah. 10, 20, 20 mm. miles, 15 miles it, on. It, it, good speed. They can get into town uh, from Montecito into Santa Barbara, like to the farmer's market and things like That's that kind pretty of quickly. Fun. Kind of fun. So it's electric and you charge it up? Just charge it up. They have charging stations here, and you can go rent one with a meter. Uh, in other words, you just uh, put in your credit card and drive it off oh, down the beach. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. When I first moved to moved to Austin in '83, I didn't have a car, so I I bought a, um, a little. Um, Yamaha is it Yamaha? Is that the is that the little ones? The little Yamaha motorcycle. I think so. Uh, whatever. Really cool. I I enjoyed it, you know, and I I, I drove that sucker for about a year, and um, when it wasn't cold, they were just real fine, and you know you could do fifty five on the highway, but that was about it. You know, it was uh, uh, 
There's a name for it, the one. It'll come to me. One of the real popular ones that they have in Europe. You know what I'm thinking of that everybody has? The... Yeah, I, I, I know what you're talking about, and I've forgotten the name, too. Yeah, yeah. and the name is not a in my... A friend of mine had one. Yeah, yeah, not in my conscience. But they were fun, and they got like 120 miles at a gallon, and uh, other than cold and being on the highway. But you would just kind of be on the right-hand edge of the highway and let people, you know, go past you, because... I think fifty-five or sixty was about how I felt comfortable. <laughs> I, I guess yep. it would. I guess it would go further. Yeah, yeah. And back when they were doing it too, gasoline was twenty-five cents a gallon here in California. So, <laughs> so you could go forever with that. I actually had a little car in '62 that got fifty miles to the gallon. Back when gasoline was like thirty-nine really? cents or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, my Prius to this day, and it's wow, it's a. Uh, 2006 but was that 15 years old something like that 150,000 miles on it it averages it still to this day 40 miles a gallon it's pretty good you know pretty good yeah really good yeah it's a hybrid you know where the gasoline engine uh, kicks on when you need it and then the battery kicks on when you need it and uh, pretty cool technology very clever you know and uh and it's been a nice one. Yeah, the combination ones are They're okay. Fun. Here, yeah. of course, it's all electric now. So <laughs> then we have electric crises. <laughs> <laughs> that's, Deliberate. That's right. Then they have an electric crisis. Yeah, I saw a, a little article uh, just for the, the, the headline. They have this 300, I mean, really expensive Cadillac, I don't know, Cadillac uh, electric car, right? It's like the up-and-comer. But the, the total... It can only go like 200 miles or something like that, or 300 miles, and then you got to charge up again, you know. That seems pretty weird. You can't go across it's the country, can weird. you? I mean, what do you do? You have to find a charging station? Is that the way that works? <laughs> you know, you could have a... Actually, there are solar cars that, uh, that actually can be even charged during the moonlight. So we have technologies that they don't want to give us uh, because uh, if they did... Free energy, zero point energy. Yeah. You know, uh, it's been around for a while, but they hide all these technologies because we could get them for free. You remember Don Hutchinson? Yeah, well, well, I, I know him personally. Sounds... He came to two of my solar workshops because he was on the lam from the Canadian government. Because uh, first of all, they said your anti gravity machine doesn't work, <laughs> but then. When Germany and Japan were going to buy it, they put it. They they raided his lab and put a warrant out for his arrest. So when I I was living in Bellingham, Washington, and he was hiding out on an Indian reservation with another friend of mine, and he happened to break down in front of the place where I was doing the solar deal. So he spent the night in the car <laughs> and took uh, Saturday and Sunday's workshops. <laughs> I got to got to know him pretty well. He's a neat guy. You've run into some real characters. I mentioned this before, and and uh, I want to do it someday. I think I think your your adventures would just make a wonderful movie. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, think, I really do. I mean, with all the different characters and the crazy people you ran into, and you're so unique too. I, I we'll do it someday. I mean, I, okay. I, I, I we'll do it. I mean, come on, you know, and we'll do it. Adam Bergstrom is with yep. us. His websites are. Uh, show us your show us your website. Oh, I got to put your your name up there again. Solartiming.com. Let me put your your uh, your thing up there. 
SolarTiming.com. That's where you have all of your ebooks, right? The ebookies. That's the ebook place. That's where you. That's I'm almost you. done with my ebook on sugar now. Oh, you're doing an ebook on sugar? Yeah, you know, I basically had it all written, but because of my other computer that crapped out, I couldn't really put it together. Oh. So now I put it all together pretty much yesterday, and I just have to clean it up, put in the italics and all that kind of stuff, you know. So, But it's ready to go. Uh, maybe be released within the week. Then I'm also working on the rain dance book. Oh, you have a rain dance book, too. Making it rain, yeah. I've been go. putting some of those uh, on Facebook about our adventures here because just out of the blue, we decided uh, we saw the plight of the farmers. They are just finding them, metering wells, doing all kinds of things. Meanwhile, they're putting in swimming pools and all kinds of projects to sure. take water. Yeah. But meanwhile, saying you can't do this and everything like that. So we decided let's do the elemental song and let's do a rain dance type thing and get, get it going. So we had no idea what was going to happen. But then we checked and the next morning it started. We had a tiny bit of thunderstorm with a few drops of rain then a little more. And then finally on market day, we got wet. Isn't that fun? <laughs> and the farmers were all jumping up and down excited. It's raining. It's raining. People were <laughs> dancing in the rain. So the idea of the elemental song is really quite a great, uh, in my opinion, uh, a really pure spiritual thing because... My understanding that element elementals are living souls, just like we are, right? And the elements are what the ether, fire, air. Is ether air and ether the same or separate? <clears throat> no, they're actually different. different. And that was a mistake that American astrology made. Ah. They put four elements in, and because they couldn't see a difference between sky and air, I figured, well, they're the same thing. Yeah. But the five element law in uh, in China, you know, has uh, earth and then water, water and then fire. Then they have wood and they have metal. But so wood is air and metal is sonics. Dong, Dong. you know, like sonics. Yeah, now so, they get that mixed up. They right. actually reverse the order. And uh, even in China, acupuncture has messed it up. But if you read the I Ching, the basis of acupuncture, you'll see clearly that earth comes before, I mean, I mean uh, air comes before sky or ether or akasha or sonics. So what do you, what do you believe, uh, if you're on a game show, I had to guess what would be the accurate uh, uh, elementals. So you start with earth at the bottom? Earth, which is really precipitate matter. Okay. Water, which is really liquid or hydraulics. Mm-hmm. Fire, which is really plasma or heat or metabolism or thyroid, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then air, which is uh, atmosphere, barometric pressure, and then you go to sonics, and that's represented by the uh, by the tatvas. Have you seen these temples they have in Tibet? It's a square, which is the earth. And then it has a circle, which is like a drop of water, then a pyramid, which is like a flame, a crescent moon, which is barometric pressure, and then a diamond for the sonics. sonics and of course, is, crystals are crystal radio and lasers. Sonics, is that the sound? The sound? The sound. Hmm. The sound, audible life stream, the hmm. sacred song of Abila, Abibakasai Kamani, I believe it is. <laughs> easy for you to say. Fancy name. Easy for you to say. 
So, so the idea is that these elementals really exist. They're like, um, um, there's all kinds of, what are, what are some of the other ones? Are they buttes, boots, boots, or you've heard of those? Um, well, they have, they, those are the split versions of them. But okay. the five elements, basically, if you look at science, they said, well, people thought there was only five elements. It's actually five phases of matter. And just like you have water, you have ice, it's in a solid. You have liquid and you have steam, you have air, and then you have heated forms in the form of plasma, and you have the sound of the drops dropping. So it's not really it's all surprising. The same thing. Yeah. And they're all yeah, spiritual you, spiritual entities, right? And that's why we can communicate with them because we are them and they are us. And we can work with them like, a, yeah. so, say, a chiropractor works with uh, precipitate matter, but. The, the, when a joint pops, that's sonics. And then, then heat comes to that area. What fluid is moved. So all the five elements move. You can approach it through a gas or like a, for, a colonic for liquid or a hyperbaric chamber for air. But they all affect all five elements. Hmm. And the highest one is sonics. That's why in the elemental song, I am presence. Presence is sonics. And look at our thumb. It's the only one that can cross over and make a martial arts fist. You, know, you can't do that with any other finger. This is the Mason Square. Uh, remember they had the Mason Square, all oh, that all esoteric that. thing? Because these four go, these are the four elements, and presence can either be broken by the elements, or you put the thumb above, and now it's in control of the elements. Mm-hmm. What's that weird sign that they do? The Freemasons, they all they all do it. They do this. Uh, this is one. Yeah, and, that's another and then what's, one. And then it's this too. They you see all these movie stars. I, somebody showed me a video. Oh, we put it on the front page. It's really a trip, and it's all about the uh, societies and how these people. And they've got thousands of pictures of all these Freemasons, you know. And they all do this thing. I mean, everybody from Merkel to Trump to everybody, uh, movie stars. And they do this one a lot, and that's a, another one. Yeah, <laughs> even even Paul McCartney. I mean, they they all get in on it, you know. And the, the story is is that most of them are are not evil people. They're low level masons. You know what I mean? Like John Travolta and these kind of people. And they're not in on the the really weird stuff. You know, they're just one or two level, and you know, they just join because it's cool. And, you know, but they're not out there. You know destroying the world or anything that's my take on it you know the difference between the deep state yeah. and the regular state same thing <laughs> regular, our, our government is not run by presidents and kings and all that that's all nonsense yeah. but have you ever heard of uh, benjamin fulford no really i'm going to send you a video somebody sent me i have followed him over the years he's in japan and he's a really incredible researcher and uh, some people think he's totally tinfoil hat crazy you know you can't believe him but i i believe the guy because i just i don't know i just do a lot of stuff he's cool but he he's really been uh the one i saw this morning is um he lays out some stuff that uh, i'll send you the video that he believes that there's some really good things happening with uh, a lot of these crazies uh coming down you know, around the world. He really believes that the, these it's happening. These so-called white hats are out there, you know, gathering up a lot of people. And I hope he's right. Wouldn't that be fun? You know, if we just get rid of a lot of these Looney Tunes and uh, 
do some good I things? I think there are is a group called the Watchers. The Watchers. And it's not the biblical one. It's not all the ones everybody gets upset with that. It's the ones that I uh, was telling you a little bit about last time. Right. Yeah. And the, uh, how that works. And... Uh, and I can't say uh, I can't say it's legitimate. Yeah, who knows? But there's huh? one guy I told you that story about. I didn't tell you my interaction. I told you my friend's story. But what happened is my traveling companion at the time was obsessed with the that the that the black people had come to uh, America before slavery. That they were the first settlers, and there's much evidence about that, by the way. But she was looking for the twelve tribes, the twelve black tribes that got here from Africa a long time ago. So anyway, when we, when uh, my friend told us the story about the Watchers, she said, "I want to talk to him. I, I, I want to find out how I can make money." And I thought, God, that's kind of gross. You know, everybody else is asking for healing and saying he wants money. So my friend said, okay, I'll communicate with him. But he never allows you to uh, to email directly. Oh. I have to answer uh, for them. Mm -hmm. So she said, okay. But then my friend calls up and says, he says he wants to email her directly. I said, well, okay. So we gave her email address and the person emailed and said, here are where the 12 tribes are. Now, she never asked anything about the 12 tribes. This person had no way of knowing that and gave the location of two Indian sites, one in uh, Washington and one in Oregon, where she could find out all about the 12 tribes. <laughs> so she was so amazed, she emailed back, are you my teacher? No. We are the watchers. I am not your teacher. We are the watchers. Yeah, the watchers. People don't believe we exist, and we prefer it that way. <laughs> I saw the email. <laughs> and we so prefer that it that my way. Only yeah. part yeah. in this whole watchers story I've been talking That's about. That's kind of fun. I mean, and, and we don't want anybody. Yeah, we, we're good, you know. <laughs> we're, we're, we're good. Well, man. So much we uh, maybe I'll complete that uh, watcher story on Facebook because again I met a doctor who had a guru who could take his arms on and off and all kinds of things went on in Seattle. Some really bizarre stuff happened to us up there. It, that was one of the most esoteric months I have ever spent in my life. Oh, I, I, it's it's really just even fun to contemplate on all the stuff that we don't know. You know that's going on out there. You know what I mean? Geopolitically, war-wise, uh, 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 new technology. I mean, we probably just don't know the half of it. You know, we probably don't know just a, a smidgen of it. You know, yeah. A yeah. You know, my, my latest uh, adventure with Facebook, where they warned me, I got a warning from them. I made a joke about stopping the hurricane with a with we could nuke it. I made a joke. So they gave me this stern warning. We don't allow this kind of stuff, blah, 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 and all that. So I wondered, now, why nuke? And so I searched it out, and it's because Donald Trump said it. And if you go on Google, there's there's two pages of nothing but Donald Trump saying that we were going to nuke it. Certainly not his idea. It's been out there for since the time of the Manhattan Project. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of people believe that... Uh, uh, Fulford is one that Trump and and um, Biden that they're just avatars. You know, they're not really them, <laughs> right? They're not really them, and they can do it now these days. I mean, you know, they can do it. They can they can do it. 
they can, but they've, uh, especially Biden has picked a very poor uh, avatar. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> calls up bicycles. Yeah, I guess it, I guess it would make sense though. Cause if you're doing the avatar thing, you could have them. Um, you can have them be any way you want, and so if you want, if you want people to think he's just a feeble old guy that doesn't know what he's doing, you know, you just you just do that, right? You just do that. Yeah. Fifteen years ago, they had a, a famous Japanese singer, and she was an avatar. No one knew it. You know, she just wondered why why she don't doesn't do live concerts and stuff like that. She was a, she was in the top forty, whatever they have in Japan in that version of it, and she was an avatar. So is it is it what? But is an avatar an actual physical thing person? Thing? No, no, no. It's a computer generated one. So like like I could be an avatar, you know. <laughs> well, how do you? So though other people, other other physical people cannot interact with avatars, right? Uh, not really. Okay. But, but you can t- talk to each other. I mean, an uh, avatar can talk to anybody because basically it's the person. And just like they have in CG effects in the movies, mm-hmm. you have a cartoon character and the actor is doing the movements and then the computer just generates those movements and puts it on perfectly on the screen, but it's not him. That's why you can take a, in fact, Tom Cruise was one of the first people to sue the movie industry because uh, they could take other actors, uh, or maybe it was Sean Connery, they would take his image and make him younger so they can make him in the James Bond thing. And they were doing all this kind of things. And then they didn't have to pay the actors. They could just make uh, avatars of them. And uh, there was a lot of lawsuits came out of that. This is, we're talking, this is uh, 2002 or three or four when yeah, it first yeah. started. Uh, imagine, imagine what they could do now. You know, it, you and know, imagine you know, you know the difference between a computer twenty years ago and now. Holy cow! <laughs> okay, I want I want to show you something. Watch this. It was during the pandemic. This we is only a, met in person. This is a trip. Stage, who you guys are familiar with from a previous season? Hold on. A because of course I'm fans of what they do online. And- so this is the technology that they have now. And if you tell me that they couldn't fool you with with something on. On, on a video or on television or anywhere, right? Let me put this up. I'll just play this a minute of it. This is amazing. This is these what these people can do now. Okay, so let me let me do this. <clears throat> let me find. Uh, I'm just blown away by this. Okay, so watch. This is from um, America's Got Talent. You, yeah, I don't know if you've ever seen that. I I, I watch it on. YouTube sometimes in the middle of the night because I got nothing else to do. Um, uh, well, that's not the right one. Adam, uh, while I'm doing this, tell folks about uh, your two websites uh, so I don't make, make myself right. crazy. Yeah, give yourself a little plug a there. Solartiming.com. That's where we have all the books. Uh, about 45 of them. I've kind of lost count. Uh, they're all on Instagram now. And then sunsinknutrition.com is $99, and you get a whole bunch of things, blogs, a, uh, videos, recycling you through the colors uh, uh, that actually helps uh, 
get rid of traumas. Uh, we have the timing of the foods. We have lists of the foods. We have lists of herbs and cleanses and purges and whatever. It's loaded with things. It's a Coney Island of the mind <laughs> and uh, <laughs> like Pacific that. Park of the mind, whatever. And uh, and meanwhile, go to Solar Timing because we have other features there besides our books. Oh, we sell videos too. So there's some videos of energy techniques. Right. <laughs> Wiggle, 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 wiggle. Okay, so let's see if I got this. Okay, so this is what they do. I, I think let's do the one where they do Elvis, which is pretty, pretty amazing. Just crazy, pretty amazing. Hold on. It's Nicholas Cage. I know. It's like I don't know how they do this stuff. But what they do is they have a camera, and all they do is take a picture. Here you go. Check this out. And they're using people on the, on the, oh, I don't know, I shouldn't have done that. I said, they asked me to turn off all the ads and I, oh man, I shouldn't have done that. Let me do it again. God, God help us all. It's like, Adam and I are such Luddites. If it wasn't for Vibrant Gal to help us, you know. I don't know why. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to do the show without no, I, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Do way it. beyond it. So here's, here's the setup here. These, these some people were on this America's Got Talent. And they come out and they, they created this, this technology where you simply, you simply, um, I'll, I'll, I'll do this one. You simply take a picture with a, you, you, got, you pull out a camera, and what they're gonna do, here, the guy will explain it. Oh. Well, look, you're very mysterious. I don't wanna ask anything else. Good luck. Okay, Daniel, take it away. So watch, they pull out a camera here. What did they put together? Look at, the, look at this camera. And they're gonna take a picture of this guy, and what you're gonna see is Simon Cowell, you know, the producer of the show, singing and look how amazing this this technology is can you see it adam yeah clearly you, I, you probably can't hear it though right can't hear it yeah uh, i can hear you
wish you could hear it, but when we play videos for some reason, the guests can't hear it, and we haven't figured that out. Isn't that crazy? Did you see the way that... And it's just a camera, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just a camera. Uh, and they're just yeah. taking a picture of it. This is going to change the uh, the movie industry, you know. Yeah. Uh, to, it, they've actually been using it already. But, but yeah, what I understand, really though, new. that the thing they did on the, um, uh, the Irishman was incredibly expensive. I mean... Hundreds and it hundreds. It might be of, cheaper now. Oh well, yeah. this is just one camera. I mean, all you'd have to do is get an actor who sounds like Kennedy, and they can make it look exactly like JFK when he was thirty. I mean, whoa! Just Easy. a camera, just a camera. So you can imagine what they could do now, right? If they wanted, and if these guys got it, what technology do you think that the NSA and the FBI, you know, and the whatever. Um, uh, the CIA have right. Come on. I managed a uh, health food store in uh, Portland, Oregon, at one time, and two two owners owned it. And one of them told me he saw the uh, movie. What was the name of it? Uh, Life is just a box of chocolates. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And he said after Forrest seeing Gump. him, yeah. He said he'd never believe anything he saw on the news after he saw that movie. Remember, he's shaking hands with the president, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lyndon Johnson, and then all of Nixon, whatever it was. Yeah. So already they were starting that, but now they've got it to it, such a like, degree. And yeah. not we're not seeing the military level. The military oh, level is I mean. always yeah, about 10 years ahead. Yeah. Like the Manhattan Project. No one knew we were working on a bomb in the 30s, you know. So, yeah. It's uh, uh, and since everything that we see now online and on cable and on TV is all video, I mean, and it's all they claim it's live, but it's not really. You know, it's it's always delayed in case there's a problem. Um, you have no idea what's real, and you have no idea of you could interview whoever you want, and and they could say whoever they want, you know, whatever they want to say. And, and they do. And they do. <laughs> and they do. Wow. You remember they had the video to, to, for the Iraq war. Yeah. They actually had these women that were being bombed. It was actors. You know, they use sure. actors for these bombing situations. They did it in the war. They did a spoof of it. What was that movie with uh, Willie Nelson? And uh, remember they did a spoof of it. At the same time, they picked Albania. And yeah. Clinton was going to actually... Uh, attack Albania and he changed to Sudan because of that movie when he found out it was being oh, made. Oh, you're talking about uh, Wag the Dog. Wag the Dog, yeah. yeah. I remember that. Yeah, they did a whole thing. Yeah, they did a whole and thing. And it changed history by Clinton having to attack another country to get, you know, they always do that. It's just like uh, David Martin said in the video you posted, yeah. you know, they, they, we need a war to get out of it now, so that's how they get out of their problems. That's what they're it's always do. a war, yeah. and you attack another country, and you make plenty of money then. You steal it from the other countries, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We received a letter from uh, Russell Bentley, the fellow who actually fought the Nazis in, uh, in Ukraine. And um, Ukraine is full of Nazis. I don't know if you guys know that, but this oh, is yeah, this is what yeah, this is definitely. about. This is about Nazis that want to uh, take over Russia with the help of NATO and the United States. It's nothing about what they say it is on, te on TV. But um, and a, um, this uh, Russian um, 
special soldier wrote a, a letter uh, to his parents and uh, Russell Bentley uh, got permission to translate it and uh, I'm going to figure out a way how to get it on but it's really interesting what's going on over there and I, I don't I don't I don't think this thing's going to end anytime soon it doesn't feel like it you know it looks like uh, NATO and the boys are trying to get Poland and the Baltics all involved to to kick Russia's ass and they're not going to stop you know Nope. I don't know where it's nope. going, but it's not. It's not good. You know? <laughs> it's not going to stop soon. It's not good. Right. Wow. And, and of course, uh, they're telling. Uh, they're saying that Putin is a poor historian. He doesn't understand Russia. I think he understands and, it very well. Right. Yeah, and he the the head the the actual uh, uh, the capital of Russia, Rus Vikings in Ukraine. That was the capital. Before St. Petersburg was built and all these other, Moscow and all that, it was the Rus Vikings. And Rus, Russia, Vikings, they, they were a major factor in uh, Russia. And guess what? Where did Khrushchev come from? Ukraine. Ukraine. Where did Brezhnev come from? Ukraine. I mean, it's ridiculous to say that has nothing to do with Russia. It was the capital of Russia for, for centuries. Yeah. <laughs> You know, what's the, isn't there an old line about uh, those who fail to know history will, will be repeated or, or something like are that? Are doomed to repeat are it. Are doomed to repeat yes. it, yeah. yeah. And, boy, and we, by the way, if you study uh, uh, The Decline of the West by Oswald Spengler, mm. he predicted all of this back in the 20s and 30s. He knew that the, uh, that the, the Asians were going to take over. And because, see, we have a form of history like uh, we progress from a caveman mm -hmm. on to forward but each civilization is like a plant it has a root it has a it has a spring it, and then it finally has a summer and an autumn and a winter when it fails all civilizations eventually end there's none that has ever existed uh at the most they live a th they go a thousand years or 1500 years but there's always a turnover china has had many turnovers many civilizations and now spengler said uh that it's going to happen within the next few years. And by the way, when I was in history in the ninth grade, I had that argument with my teacher Did because you? I already knew that history cultures work like that. And he said it didn't. So on the test, I put his answer, but I had to write above it. But that's not true. Yeah, there's there's some ancient texts, even one from uh, Akinkar, and they talk about how the world came, in, came into being and the different... Uh, root races. What was the what was the race before the Aryan race, which we're in now? It was uh, whether well, the Hyperboreans, Hyperboreans or a, a right. bunch of different. Then there was the races, black. Yeah. The black was a root race at one time. Uh, um, yep. uh, and the next root race, according to the ancient texts, is the yellow race. Yep, China. And it looks been like predicted on a lot of levels it, from yeah. Blavatsky and Higgins. Oh, have and they? On and on. So that looks like it's it. So what are we going to just learn Mandarin, you think? Or what are we going to do? What's the deal? <laughs> Probably a good idea. I'm glad I'm hooked up with Master Chan. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't seen him for a while, but he knows the drill. He also knows that all civilizations, he saw 
he sees the disadvantages of the U.S. and he knew the disadvantages with the communism too, because uh, Wu Dang got punished by the communisms quite a bit. Only when they became popular, then it became a world heritage site, and uh, now they, uh, of course, they, they're good for the Chinese economy for the moment. And where's Wu Dang? Where's that? Up in the mountains in central China, no. way up in the mountains. In no. fact, uh, there was a movie recently about the Karate Kid that used uh, uh, a black guy instead of uh, instead of a white one. Uh, the son of some famous actor, Will Will Smith, maybe. Uh, and anyway, the stairway you see there, and some of the martial artists are actually Chen knows them personally. It's at it was filmed at Wu Dang, and to get to Wu Dang. Actually, the, the film crew could only bring a few people in in one camera. I think only four or five people were allowed there because it's a sacred place and only the Wu-Dang uh, priests and monks can live there only and the, the trainees. Only the Wu-Dangers, right? Only the Wu-Dangers. Right. <clears throat> it's opposed to the Shaolin style, which is more hard Tai Chi. They do soft, child, uh, soft style, which is a lot of chi. Uh, you know, Chen can uh, can punch somebody and uh, with one punch make him go 50 feet away, but he kills him. His master could punch him like that. He would survive wow. the 50 foot uh, one punch uh, trip. I want to learn how to do that in case anybody yeah. give me a hard time. You know, it's the legendary one inch punch, but they don't tell you how powerful it can be when you generate chi. And we were at uh, Jimmy and Faye's uh, ranch up there in Fayetteville, Texas. We were uh, we were practicing chi, and you you have to be tired to generate it. Interesting enough, so we took these Zen pillows and threw them at each other back and forth for like an hour or so. And one time when I was tired, I released the pillow with chi and hit the guy in the belly, and he got knocked back about a foot. And he said, "What'd you do?" I said, "I don't know," <laughs> and I couldn't duplicate it again. Just as a demonstration that it really exists, and uh, Chen has done many demonstrations to prove that to me. Hannah Bergstrom, uh, Patrick Timpone, One Radio Network dot com. So, um, um, I need to do a break first before we do anything, and then we'll uh, come back and we're going to talk about a few crazy things uh, about eating and pooping and sleeping because. Adam was talking about that on his faceplant page, and, and I, it brought up some ideas. Let me see if I can find what I need to do. So, Adam, you you hang there just a moment. Um, one of my fave things to do in the morning now, and even more so since I've been doing the old aminal thing, you know, the aminal corny thing, is uh, to have colostrum, and uh, it's 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 a really nice product, and they use all kinds of different cow cow things. Not uh, different kinds of cows, different ages, and all kinds to get more of the immune factors, or not necessarily immune factors, but the uh, growth hormone things, the good stuff from the moo cows. And this is this is a, a product that they get when the cows first to have their babies, and then they get the colostrum. But uh, people have been concerned every now and then. I get an email. Well, what about the babies? Well, they they never mess up the baby thing. They always have enough because they don't want to. You know, that's not cool. Bad karma. Anyway, this is on sale right now. Use promo code TREAT20COLOSTRUM uh, from OneRadioNetwork.com. 
For my first meal of the day, I like to make a blended drink, and I'm always basing my blended drinks around colostrum. Colostrum adds so much creamy flavor and texture that if you don't have it, smoothies start to seem a little bit watery to me. Now I'm gonna be combining it with a bunch of other ingredients, but it really is the all-star. Colostrum has so many health benefits. Probably it's best known for its effects on the immune system. There's actually an article in PubMed showing colostrum to be three times more effective against flu and flu symptoms than flu vaccines are even in high-risk patients. It's incredible for fighting flu and other viral type infections. It's also really good for building lean muscle mass. In fact, it contains all 89 of the known mammalian growth factors. It's also very good for the gut lining. So people who suffer from things like Crohn's, IBS, uh, leaky gut syndrome, a lot of those folks are using colostrum in the regenerative process to heal and restore their gut lining. And one of the things I love about it is that it's a complete food. So colostrum contains everything a mammal needs to thrive. It contains all of the essential amino acids. It contains all of the essential lipids or fats. It contains all of the essential glyconutrients. Those are essential sugars that we need for our immune function. So it's got all of that and all those growth factors, which means this is really a complete food for human beings or for any other mammals. Tastes great, it's got the fuel I need to get through the day, and it's got all those added health benefits thanks to the colostrum too. I think you really like it. They have four flavors now. They have original, uh, vanilla, chocolate, and strawberry. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been putting a little bit of coconut milk uh, in the morning, have that for my breakfast. And I think coconut, coconut is a morning food, right, Adam? Coconut's a morning food? Yeah, Adam's shaking his head, yeah. So that's kind of a good thing in solar timing. And then I guess, I guess is milk uh, kind of anytime? Colostrum? Kind of, sort of? Hold on, let me turn on the mic. Is it kind of, sort of? Yes, no, maybe. Uh, cream is. Cream And is. milk, if you, if you use it in moderation, yes, yeah. there it is. Yeah, yeah, there you go. See, Adam's always there to help us out when we get stuck, which is all the time, because we're always stuck. Or think we're stuck, and then we just make it up. Uh, if you've not uh, seen this technology, listen to this here. Dr. Mark Circus talks about hydrogen therapy by using Brown's gas from our AquaCure machine. Hydrogen therapy, especially the gas, using breathing it in, what is oxidative stress? It's like the exhaust in a car. When you burn oxygen to create ATP, it's not a clean process, not totally. So it creates free radicals. These kind of substances in the body that like to compromise other substances. If you're burning pure hydrogen, see an oxidative process in the mitochondria, we're actually breaking down food. It's not just pure hydrogen. Mm -hmm. If you're using pure hydrogen, like a car would, the exhaust is pure water. Oh yeah, that's right. The hydrogen buses and all that, just pure water. Right, pure water. Mm -hmm. So hydrogen therapy, what it's doing is it's bringing down oxidative stress by combining the hydrogen, molecular hydrogen combines with free radicals, and what does it do to them? It turns them to water. So that's hydrating. Remember, there's a lifetime warranty. A lifetime warranty. You know, so, so I think that's what people have been trying to do with, uh, with Jane Fonda for years is a free radical, turn her into water. I'm just kidding because I always, 
I always like that term when they say free radicals. This is really fascinating technology, and I think a great investment. It is a lifetime warranty, one year. Check this out. One year, no questions asked, money back thing. So after 11 months, you have the hydrogen machine, and you email George and say, George, I don't want it. And he'll send you your money back. You send him the machine. You know what I mean? Come on. I mean, they have refrigerators now you spend $2,000 for, and the warranty only lasts one year, and he has a lifetime warranty. So this is a really interesting technology. We think you'll find it very helpful, and uh, it'd be a great investment. Uh, promo code one radio for 20%. I've been breathing it for over three years now, and uh, I feel better than I've ever felt. Um, I'm crazy, so, you know, you too can be crazy, so be careful if you do it. You just may be crazy like me, and then, you know, then, you know, your wife could leave you. But, uh, well, that happens, you know. Um, uh, anyway, uh, check it out. I, I think it's uh, well worth your investigation. This conversation took place six years ago with the brilliant Dr. Patrick Flanagan. Is there any trick to remembering uh, dream experiences? And we've had so many people that are remembering more and more vivid dreams after being on the organic sulfur. Yeah. That's why, why, what is going on there? Well, the first, first thing that happens with the organic sulfur is that when your body gets cleansed uh, to a certain point, you start dreaming in full technicolor. Most people don't dream in color. They dream in black and white and, um, if, if, and don't remember their dreams at all. And the organic sulfur starts cleansing uh, the brain and the pineal gland starts operating and suddenly uh, the first thing people do is they have these vivid dreams in color. Well, that's just one of the benefits with our organic sulfur. It's totally pure. Very few are out there that are pure as ours is. You can click an order anytime. OneRadioNetwork.com If you'd like more than four pounds, Email me for a 10% or maybe more discount, depending. Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. And thanks for your support. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. With our favorite Yes, No, Maybe guy and SolarTiming.com where you can get a number, a plethora of book choices and, and uh, PDF. And thanks to Vibrant Gal, uh, uh, Adam Bergstrom's partner in uh, non-crimes, is, uh, she showed me how to do the PDF thing on my little tablet from Amazon. They call it, what do they call that? I don't know, the white, white whatever. <laughs> but I, I can do it, which is really, really cool. She taught me how to do it. Oh, I tell you She's what. She's good. She just uh, went back to do yoga now. She went, oh, did she? Yeah. She's been doing yoga forever, eh? Boy, I've been, time. I've been stretching a lot, too. Decades. Boy, you know, the more I, the more I really play around with this uh, uh, stretching like I've been doing, Adam, the more I can see where there appears, for me, there, there's a lot of little nooks and crannies here, you know, that are, that are, tied into all different parts of the body. Isn't it, isn't it interesting? I mean, I can feel it sometimes when I'm really playing with it and I feel a little area, and all of a sudden you can feel just a little bit of a tinge in the knee, you know, or your hip or something. It's like, 
Okay, well, what's what's that about? You know, it's just all connected, isn't it? It's just all connected. Very connected. In fact, a really interesting thing, the head is your bladder. Your ears are your kidneys. Mm. See how the kidneys yeah. connect into the bladder? The eustachian tubes are the ureters, and the esophagus is the urethra. And those reflexes work. Whoa. The so urethra. if you want to work on your uh, your uh, urethra, you massage up here. And you work on your ears by holding them, you know, popping them kind of. Uh, mm-hmm. You don't stick anything in them, but you put your hands up against them and pull them away. Uh, those are how you work on your eustachian tubes, which are also your ureters. So you can actually work on bladder problems that way. And by the way, for people who are worried about uh, uh, kidney stones, what they do is you pee 30 times a day. Now, how do you do that? You massage the bladder. You don't have to drink any liquid. Just keep massaging. If you go and yeah. sit on the toilet, you can always get some pee out. And unless uric acid and some of the other acids uh, precipitate, they don't, there's no problem. If you get the urine out, you'll notice that the uric acid precipitates into a red colored uh, residue. Hmm. And that's what causes the uric acid stones, the oxalic acid stones, the they, calcium, they form all the up others. There. They form up. And the bladder is right, it's right above the. Uh, the bone there, the pubic bone. Is that correct? That's where the bladder That's is? That's where you can get to it. You That's access right. it by pushing on the pubic bone and above it, all in that soft area on both sides no. because it's uh, it uh, comes in from both sides, the ureters into the kidneys or the, or the kidneys to the bladder. You know, I do so think- that prevents uh, gra- uh, gravel, uh, bat- bladder gravel, kidney stones, all kinds of things. They won't form. I, I, I do think that the oxalates are something to it or... You know, I've been doing the carnivore thing at on what almost five months now, and about two, two or three months after no oxalates, you know, on paper. You know, you look at all the high oxalate foods, you know, a chard and spinach and all of that. Um, for years, I ha- always had some energy in the bladder area. You know, like I could feel it, it feel just a little sore. You know, and I would, I felt like I had to pee more than normal, whatever normal is. You know. And mm-hmm. and and then one weekend, all of a sudden, it got really painful down there, and I peed a lot. And then all that, all that tenderness is now gone. So my theory is that I did get rid of some oxalates that somehow formed in the bladder. Possible, right? Yeah. No. What's the main form of oxalates in the human diet from plants? Vitamin C. Vitamin C. Vitamin C, but it's plant-based. Why would you take a plant-based vitamin? Look, they tell you that if you look at Wikipedia, meat has no vitamin C. Well, how the heck did they, where did the vitamin C go? They ate it all out of the plant. It's now in the body as meat-based vitamin C. Oh, I see. The and cows, it's not there. The cows ate it. The cows ate it. Of course. So yeah. they got it. I mean, they can make their own vitamin C, actually. So if they can make all the vitamin C they want, why would we get it from a plant? And when you think of it, the, the type of plant, like vitamin C is its defense mechanism. You don't get vitamin C out of an orange. That's how it protects itself. It's other things, bioflavonoids and Wait thing in the well, sea. Why? It's protecting itself from what? It protects itself from us eating it. Plants don't oh, want kind, us to eat them. Oh, you mean kind of like the, the what these carnivore people are talking about in these uh, things where the plants clinical put warfare. Uh, clinical <laughs> warfare, so so people don't eat them, right? 
Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. they all, every one of them every has a defense, some milder. Now, the fruits have less because they want you to eat the fruits to spread it. But when you eat a leaf of a vegetable, it's like eating the plant's arm. It holds out a fruit like this <laughs> and says, here's a fruit, and you eat its arm? <laughs> think about it. Wow. That's, that's a trip, isn't it, when you really think about it? Oh, I guess it makes sense, though. They're spiritual beings, right, these little plants, and they want to survive, and they don't want you eating their kids and their grandkids and their ability to make little ones. I mean, it's all survival, you know, right? It's, it's, we're all surviving. Oh, yeah. Remember uh, the secret life of plants and sure. boasts and all that? Uh, when, when I became a vegetarian, here's the, the, the <laughs> humor of the universe. I was a strict vegetarian for 14 years. Well, as soon as I decided to do that, made a commitment, I go and see a magazine, and the magazine uh, claims that uh, plants have feelings, and they scream when you boil them and everything like that. In fact, the story goes that uh, Jagadish Chandra boasts had George Bernard Shaw come and visit him, who was a vegetarian. And so he showed on his, uh, he had a type of very sensitive measuring device that they're just duplicating today. But he had it over 100 years ago. And anyway, he, he boiled a plant and it screamed. And George Bernard Shaw, as the story goes, fainted. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Man, I tell you what, there's so, nothing new under the sun, baby. I, uh, <laughs> it's, and humor of the universe. I mean, about the, the few days after I committed myself to be a vegetarian, I'm not going to kill any animals. Right. But then I have to read that. Yeah, that, that's right. Yeah. And then, and then, and then you went through some time period where you just ate hot dogs, right? Hot dogs and mustard, or something. I went through a lot of hot dogs, <laughs> Costco hot dogs with mustard and ketchup and everything on it. Speaking of that, uh, I, I was. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up. I wanted to ask you. You know, the, so many people, of course, are, you know, especially in the carnivore and other and other, you know, the um, keto people and the low carb people. They're, they're always so harping on this grass fed, grass finished, but. Have you ever seen, or do you think there's any reason to believe that if one cannot do grass-fed, grass-finished, which I suspect would be preferable, you might as well go for the best of you, but it's very expensive, that if you just go to Costco or, or Safeway and you buy a steak or hamburger, that you're getting any kind of bad stuff? I mean, didn't haven't they taken most of the hormones out of the cows and all that, and the growth hormones, and... Um, I know um, that, you know, I know that, but even if they do, I guess my question is, does it mean that we'll get some if they gave it a cow two years ago? You know, when a cow is subject to the same thing, plants attack them too. Mm -hmm. So it, a, a dry food or a certain type of uh, grains they give them, give them different diseases. So sure. they have different ones, but they're going to have some diseases. A friend of mine was a butcher and she would show me the cancer she cut out. Oh, good. So we're often eating the cancer, but you're not eating the cancer. The cancer was here. It didn't metastasize. So they, uh, she just threw it out and put it out on safe. I guess what I'm asking though, so say a cow gets an antibiotic when he's two years old and they, they send him to, uh, you know, to heaven when he's four. Does it mean, I mean, we wouldn't know if we're going to get any of those antibiotics in the meat, I mean, how would you know? I mean, nobody's any done any real studies on that kind of stuff, have they? 
You wouldn't, but I don't really think antibiotics are that serious when it goes into a cow and they're not, they haven't up. had it for a while. Yeah. 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 Hey, you know, Ray Pete particularly, he's a little too blasé maybe about antibiotics than I am. Hmm. But I, but to save your life, uh, antibiotics could give you some detoxing to do, but it's better than dying at the time and then figure out what's going on later. And uh, antibiotics also vary. Some of them have serious side effects some don't i'm not an expert on antibiotics uh i i take i have one favorite one that i took once but you know uh last week i almost died i i had you such are, a bad maybe it was two no, weeks ago you didn't almost die almost now a sensible person would go right to the hospital with what i had yeah, well, yeah i had yeah. three abscesses going on wow my ears ached my head ached my eyes ached and I had knots on the back, on the side of my neck, big bumps, and I couldn't turn my neck to either direction. Really? That's how serious. Now, most people go to the hospital. I used aloe and sugar and thieves oil, and I found some old frankincense toothpaste, and I rubbed it all in my mouth for the frankincense, and a few, oh, and I used, uh, you know, that Ray Pete product, that Progestee yeah, stuff here. I do that from time to time. Yeah, I oil pull with it. So I did a lot of oil pulling with Progesti. I took pregnenolone. I took uh, DHEA. I took several other things and basically beat it. Here I am alive. I really thought I was checking out there for a while. No kidding. You felt that, that badly. Well, the big knots on the side of my neck. I couldn't turn my neck. I thought, well, they tell you this is sepsis. You die of this kind of stuff. You could get gangrene and anything. And here I am on the other side. But it took me... Over a week of, of suffering to go through that. It happened soon after my last show with you. Uh, I think a two, three days after. Uh, a stressful time was going on, too. Right. You know, it's always about a who. <laughs> always about a woman or a man. Always or about, yeah. So, yeah. Um, do, you, do you suspect that was just a detox thing of something going on? Could be, yeah. whatever it was. It was my destiny or it was my karma. It was a who. Yeah. And uh, I, I figured out who it was. So. Oh, you figured out who? That helped. Who it was. Yep. Who? It's always going to be, you know, that's the first thing you want to find out. Who's, who's the matter with you? Then go to the when and the what and stuff like that. But, you, you know, uh, to show you how shock works, in my sugar book, I will be talking about diabetes with a hammer. And this was very cruel, but... Back in the day, dogs were what they experimented with, not rodents, until people said, hey, you're killing dogs. Well, this one doctor took perfectly normal uh, dogs with perfect blood sugar, and what did he do? He beat them over the head with a hammer oh, no. until they didn't kill them, but they were in terrible pain. They all got diabetes. What's that about? Yeah, shock. Diabetes shock. is a case of shock. And, and I think I've told you the story before when a woman came into uh, the health food store I worked in and said that you have to explain something to me. Uh, uh, I go to the doctor and I get a blood test, perfect blood test, right. glucose, everything normal. Then a month later, I break a rib. I go back to the doctor. He said, let's do the blood test. We just did it last month. Well, it's free on your insurance. Let's do it anyway. So they did it. You have severe diabetes. So she said, how can I have severe diabetes in one month when I didn't? I said, easy. You had to break the third or fourth rib on your left side. 
and she jumped back like, what are you psychic or something? No, because that's the, that's the, the diabetes point for uh, neurolymphatics. Wow. So wow. anyway, that's how quickly it can happen. Yeah. And we blame sugar for it or, or even polysorbate, uh, omega-3 fatty acids are more to the point. But the shock is the real thing. Right. Everything else is So that downstream. plays into uh, all this uh, work that uh, uh, Massey and uh, Melissa Sell and these people with German New Medicine talk about trauma and Dr. Hammer talks about trauma initiates all these diseases. It does. Wow. It does. Do I, you I think found that? It, I have never found a person with a disease uh, that didn't have a trauma with a who. With somebody. With a who? Not necessarily a family member. It, it's often a family member, though, because it starts uh, in, in pre-birth, actually, in the parents. Uh, but then it can be a teacher. It can be, uh, you know, one time I'm working on a friend of mine, and Adano's watching me. And I'm attempting to even out his legs. They're off about three-quarters of an inch, one from the other. So uh, I'm not having any results. I'm doing all my techniques. And so I looked at Adano and I said, uh, uh, have you got any suggestions? He said, yeah, ask him about his teacher in the third grade. <laughs> well, suddenly he says that bleep, 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 and starts yelling and screaming. And suddenly his legs are totally even. Just like that. Uh, the, the Facebook uh, thing I wanted to kind of bring up was I saw your uh, a post that you did, I think today or something. And uh, somebody asked uh, Dino Lay, your spiritual master teacher, um, about a couple of things that are most important. And he, uh, Dino Lay said, uh, <laughs> said, don't eat and don't sleep, right? Don't eat and don't sleep. And, audible groans. Yeah, <laughs> and, and audible groans. And I, I, I put something on the page and I actually posted a thing on Facebook this morning. And I really think he's right because, you know, I'm eating less food, Adam, that I've eaten ever in my life i mean by volume like you know what i mean if you weigh it you know yep. i i'm not i mean just some days i just have five ounces of steak and butter and that's it <laughs> you know what i mean that's it and uh keeping my same weight but i'm finding that the less i eat the less i sleep Yep. So my theory is is that the only reason we sleep is because we're eating more than we probably need to. I think I'm a hundred percent behind. I that. think Adano was light, right? You know, I think he was. So did he eat and sleep a lot or some or? You know, he was able to sleep while he was awake. Yeah. So, so he just yeah. Many people, including Steve Schreiber, tried to sneak up on him while he was sleeping because he'd say, "I'm awake all the time." <laughs> and guess what would happen when they would sneak up? Like Steve, yeah, exactly. When Steve tried to sneak up, he went, boo. <laughs> and one time, I was drinking ginseng wine with him. It, it was like two in the morning or something like that. And he's got the wine on the chair, on the edge of the chair. And he suddenly goes like that. He's asleep. And suddenly, the wine glass starts tilting and tilting and the wine gets right up to the edge <laughs> and i was gonna wake him i was gonna say adano and then i realized wait a minute if this if this guy's asleep he's not gonna spill the wine so i just sat there and watched right. and then just as it was about to the edge he turns it up and looks at me and smiles 
<laughs> and I said, I was watching you to see if you're going to spell that wine. I can't spell the wine. Then he duplicated it like he was doing it again. I kind of get what he was up to, and I know I'm not in the same league as he was or is or wherever he is. But, um, you know, there'll be, there'll be uh, hours sometimes, two and three hours, two, three, four in the morning, uh, lying in bed, and nothing's happening. You know, I'm not thinking nothing. It's just, you know, but I don't really have the juice or the energy or the, the motive to get up and write or read or do anything. So I just lay there, and I'll sing Hugh, and I might soul travel a little bit. And sometimes I'm just totally conscious of being there in the body but not doing anything. And it's almost like it is sleeping because three hours later, I mean, I'm not tired or, you know what I mean, or dragging around, but I'm not sure whether I slept or not, and I don't even know what it is anymore. Well, you've been tested. You're in Delta while you're awake anyway. <laughs> That's right, yeah. So, <laughs> and they told you that was bad. Oh, remember they that? Being yeah. When they something. wired up my brain, the guy, said, the guy said, you're in Delta all the time, dude. You can't. You got to get out of that. And I told Adam about it. And what did you tell me? What did you tell me? Yeah, that's, a, that's where you want to go. That's a non-breakdown part of the human body is the Delta way. You don't break down in Delta. Now, hmm. every time you ever see those glasses that that give you light that times your brainwave and you hmm. wear them. Hmm. So every time, I, I've, I've uh, several people have had me use them. They said, what do you want me to set it to? I said, Delta. Delta, you want to go to sleep? No, I don't want to go to sleep. <laughs> they all think you want to go to sleep. But when you're in Delta, that's the sleepwalking stage. Is so it? people can do it unconsciously, walk around in their sleep, or they can do it consciously. So I'm sleepwalking. So, way, so that's an excuse why I'm so crazy. Oh, good, good, good. It's excellent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I heard that, you know, you're up there. I mean, <laughs> if you're in Delta, you're really doing well. No, isn't that fun? I'm still a theta guy. No, no, you're not, because you're not aging. And so it's an aging thing, too. That's probably why one of the key to my whole pro-youthing stuff I talk about, right? Uh, definitely. Oh. And I've done, I've been able to get into Delta, but when you get in stress, you go out of theta, even up into beta right, and places right, like that. Right, so, right. you know, so. Can you, can you get into Delta and still have stimulants like coffee, caffeine, or any? Can you? No, no, they they really don't help you with that. Yeah. But you can get past them. You can drink coffee and still get into Delta. Yeah. And I don't think they really interfere with it because uh, almost Delta can override all of these. It's yeah. a very powerful brainwave. Sure. Because, yeah. Ideally zero. Yeah, like you say, I mean, if you really have the state of consciousness, you could eat nails and get away with it, right? I mean, so that's that whole same idea, right? You don't have to have anything affect you if you don't allow it to, Correct. One of the things I really regret losing is a VCR of a very interesting test. A friend of mine was a psychologist, and uh, uh, O'Donnell wanted to demonstrate the power of, uh, of uh, the prisoner of love. Mm -hmm. the the, the uh, thing we used to listen to over and yeah, over the again. Prisoner of love, he yeah. wanted to show what it could do to the brainwave. So my friend had a device very sophisticated that could measure the brain waves on either side of the brain in fact timothy leary may have even invented the machine it's a very very famous machine very expensive and gives you exact readings hmm. well we played the prisoner or he played the prisoner of love i wasn't there i just saw the tape and his brain waves really didn't change so much it relaxed a little then Adano started recycling him through the colors, you know, black and uh, gray and brown, right, etc. Right. And 
lo and behold, his voice was so powerful, one side of his brain, nothing, nothing in the left side, and one wave, a single wave in the right, and he went through every chakra with every recycling for 15 minutes and turned his brain completely off, and as soon as he stopped, his brain turned on fully. I saw, I had the wow. tape. You saw it. And wow. uh, if anybody else has a copy of that tape, <laughs> put it up somewhere because it's astounding. Speaking of that, uh, somebody sent me a, a, a video YouTube thing of uh, a kind of 432 hertz thing and it's just, it, and you're supposed to be able to kind of quiet the brain down a little bit. And I've been playing that all night long in my dining room, you know, on the computer. What is with 432 hertz? Well, I, it, actually what they do is they combine it so they have a one ear, it's a binaural beat where both of them, they cancel each other out. It's similar to the idea when you take a, have you ever seen these devices where you have a wave that duplicates your voice exactly the opposite? So mm. when you talk, you can't hear yourself speak. No. You can talk as loud, you can scream and not hear yourself because the beat comes back. Well, it's set slightly off to get a theta brainwave usually in the binaural beats. And actually, you're in delta. You're you're going the wrong way with the binaural beat. You're better off with your own brainwave. <laughs> I'd get a binaural beat with your brainwave. <laughs> oh, sure. Wow. That's cool. what you should sell. Yeah. By the way, talking about mathematics, I meant to say something. Yeah. Is hydrogen... 62 percent of the human body or 99 percent well i don't you know doesn't george say let me see what he says 62 percent but he said by but, volume by volume but by atoms since the hydrogen atom is so little bitty 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 uh it's 99 percent by atoms no wait a minute, add those wait a minute. Now, hydrogen, volume, the body is 62 the body is 99 percent if you do with atoms if you if you count the numbers, it's just that it, uh, a hydrogen atom might be as big as a BB, and then the other other atoms might be as big as a persimmon or something like that, you know. Wow. And even bigger. So yeah, they they go up in size. That's why the periodic table, the hmm. the heavy atoms sink to the bottom. You'll find all the gases on top, mm -hmm. which is gas on both sides of the periodic table at the top hydrogen hydrogen it on, it gets both sides because it can act both as an acid and as an alkaline depending on the situation no other element so that's why that. it's cool to breathe this stuff and, and to drink the water i mean yeah wow so so water's I mean, hydrogen it makes up sugars it makes yeah. up proteins hydrogen's everywhere without hydrogen there's no life so an atomic scale we're 99 percent hydrogen we humanoids 99 if you go to the atomic to counting atoms like marbles one two three four five it, the hydrogen would be like a marble and then some of the other atoms would be like a basketball so of course a basketball is going to take the place of oh uh, what, i see uh so that's why marble. that's why george would say you're 62 percent hydrogen by volume and 24 yeah. percent by volume that's why it's different that's because they're different sizes. and i'm sure he knows that sure. because uh, because yeah. he, put volume, he put volume otherwise he, he must know that <laughs> yeah that's pretty cool man that's it's pretty pretty cool well we learned so much here's our email oh we got more questions for you morning y'all um my my boss seems to be a diabetic type 2 taking medication Jardiance now was on metformin for 20 years 
Now off that one, her A1C is a little high, seven. Yeah, it's pretty high. But her main concern is her low pulse, 30 to 40. Had an ultrasound Doppler on her kidneys yesterday, and they thought everything looked great. My question is to Adam is why do you think her pulse rate could be so low? Hmm. That's strange. Well, metformin is a dangerous drug, is one thing. (laughs) It's actually used as a life extension uh, drug, and the life extension experts like Aubrey de Grey say that's crazy. It is not a life extension. It's a uh, life-shortening drug. So, uh, of course, diabetes, besides having a trauma, thyroid is involved with it. If you take Synthroid, you, you, it's going to be a problem, so it must be Cytomel or one of those one of those that either make T3 and has T4 as a backup, or the one that, that, that just a plain Cytomel, which is just T3, and you have to take little right. flicks of it. Because, see, you have a tiny pill, but everything could be, since it's microscopic, everything could be on one side of that pill. So you can take one pinch and have the whole thing and the rest just be sugar pill. So, uh, so, but that's probably the, uh, the thing to do first to go on thyroid. Thyroid uh, protects uh, heart. It's involved with heart disease, high really? cholesterol. Yeah. All of that is related to thyroid. But if you mind hack and find who's the matter, it'll go away. It'll go away. Mine went away. I, you do the, the I, but I didn't gesture. even know what I did to get my thyroid happy again. I mean, I, I guess just everything I do, huh, Adam? I don't know. Well, sometimes we do the thing and don't even think about it. We don't it, even think about we, uh, it. Right. Something resolves in our life or we're happier. It could be you went car- carnivore. It could be a whole bunch of bunch things of, that can <laughs> have that happen. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But boy, See, my most traumas are resolved by uh, someone comes up and uh, it, here's a you're you broke up with your girlfriend. You're all traumatized. Another girl comes and starts winking at you. And wow, I feel good again. And he says, oh, I got rid of my problem. Must have been that thing I took last that I put in my mouth. Must be the sweet potatoes. Must have been or was that? it the vitamin C? No, it was the new relationship because now you're better off than you were before. Sure. Well, uh, you know, I've always thought that, and I'm glad you brought that up because every time I ever uh, some girl ditched me, I always, I always was, you know, I would, I didn't like it for about 20 minutes, and then I said, "Well, come on, that means that even better is going to come along." I always believed that. I really yeah. did. You know, I always believed that. I mean, isn't that the way God works? I mean, it always, it, God always replaces whatever we let go of or lose. With something even better. A oh. friend of mine used to have an affirmation for people who broke up. Yeah. When one goes out the front door, three come in the back door. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. You that's got a, a choice. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Adam Bergstrom, Yes, No, Maybe, Chronobiotic Nutrition, and he's doing a whole book on sugar that I'm going to ask him about because, you know, he talks about sugar and my head just explodes. But, you know, I love Adam, so, you know, what do I care? I mean, he knows what he's doing better than I do. So, anyway, uh, we'll talk about sugar and um, some other things. And uh, we have a guest coming up in half an hour. And her name is, what's her name? Her name is Sarah Zaldivar. And she is a a real um, helper in people losing weight. So, if you want to lose weight, uh, stick around. Previously with Brandon Amalani of Shen Blossom talking about our very special ginseng. And you don't want something that's been 
corrupted coming into your body. Like the ginseng is a super important example of that. You know, when you're using aggressive alcohols and solvents, it has a it has a strange effect with um, ginseng in the sense that when you're not only over processing it but putting it in really aggressive alcohols, what's going to happen is that you're going to flip the chemistry on some of the uh, androgenic. Naturally, it's androgenic. It's going to basically protect the telomeres and and add life to the body and and protect the genetic replication of the cells, but it's also going to boost the androgens and boost the the male hormones in the body. But if you incubate it in a really aggressive alcohol, it flips those to become estrogenic. Now, estrogens, phytoestrogens are not necessarily bad in balance, but you really don't want that with your ginseng, especially if you're getting like a really high quality, a really old root, something that's very special. You want to like treat it with care and make sure it's delivering what ginseng has to offer. Just a short clip from Brandon talking about the way they do the ginseng, just to give you a better idea of where this company is coming from, the quality and the ethics. Brandon and the Shen Blossom link on OneRadioNetwork.com. I tell you what, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, Brandon, he's going to be on soon. He's a Chinese medicine guy and a Qigong uh, master, and uh, he has a I don't know if you know, in Chinese medicine, they actually have lineages where you have a teacher, a guru, kind of master, and they have all these uh, um, old recipes that are secret and ancient and and all uh, uh, kind of um, really fun stuff, you know, where you don't even talk about them too much. It's, It's pretty cool. And he comes from that whole idea. And if you go on his website, Shen Blossom, and look at see the ingredients of like a, a hishi wu or a ginseng or his shaga, his rishi. He's got the five elements, uh, powders that you can take to help balance the, all kinds of wonderful things. Shizandra, goji berries, things like that. And look at the ingredients and see how he makes these. And I think I'd be very impressed. And these days when everybody and their sister and brother and Uncle Charlie is wanting to sell you some supplement that's going to make you... Uh, uh, leap tall buildings with a single bound and the rest of it, um, uh, you want to be careful because you're going to spend your money where you're going to get, um, you know, your money's worth and you're going to get a fair exchange for those things we call dollars. And and so that's what we do here. Uh, we're very careful on the products we promote. Look at our website, please, uh, and see some of the products, whether it be the sulfur, the air purifier, the Andrea seed oils, um, uh, the sauna, the blue shield, cool stuff. Really, uh, the shower filter, the Omica, is probably the best shower filter ever, and it gets out more stuff from street water to shower in than any, any shower filter on the planet. And that's right on the front page, too, or Mike Organic. So, good stuff, uh, and uh, check out uh, Shen Blossom for sure. If you've not tried our uh, Pearl Seam product, it's very cool. Uh, this was created by Ruland Shu. She's a quantum physicist, a virtually, very spiritually minded lady, and uh, been on the show several times. We need to get her back on. And she created a product that's made from pearl, real pearls from oysters. And um, she uh, created a way how to uh, make the pearl into a powder without destroying the whole cellular energy matrix thing, right? So it's not made in a lab. It's from real pearl, a living source, which is very important. You don't want to, we don't recommend doing things from a lab, you know, from a real living source. 
I think the Max Planck Institute uh, uh, talked about that years ago, uh, 30, 40 years ago, about things from a living source. Um, and you can take this uh, product internally. It is uh, primarily, not primarily, but very strong calcium, hence the name Pearlsium. But you can take it internally, and it's got a really nice, nice balance of minerals, and uh, all from the pearl, and calcium, and it's good to get some calcium in there per repeat. Uh, calcium uh, helps settle you down, but this calcium will go also into your bones and stuff like that, and not into your arteries, uh, um, like some people believe, and other people, uh, I think, I, I, I don't know, we had somebody on the show that says, no, uh, you can take calcium in a, in a tablet, I'll ask Adam, and it's, 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 it won't kill you. I always, not always, but often was told that you don't wanna do calcium, you know, from rocks, but uh, maybe that person was right. I don't know. Anyway, but you brush your teeth with it, which is what I do. My teeth have never looked better, felt better, and then also you can take it internally too, especially before nighty blinkers, and calcium helps settle you down, hence a warm glass of milk before bed. That's where that probably comes from, I guess. I don't know. I do goat's milk before bed, but, you know, I'm still up in the middle of the night, but, you know, I'm crazy, so. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is One Radio Network.com. Adam Bergstrom, yes, no, maybe he's on the first Monday and the sec, uh, third Wednesday. Thanks for coming on our show, Mr. B. SolarTiming.com and SunSync Nutrition. You buy the ebooks on SolarTiming.com, and that's how you support Adam and his work. And then he can pay taxes in the great state of California, <laughs> which they will tax a raindrop if they if they get away with. It. So there was somebody on the show. I was I think I was talking about uh, the Pearlsium, and they 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 kind of cautioned me that that's not true, and I don't even recall who it was. That it's not true that these calcium stuff you can buy at Walnut. A Walmart, a Walmart, or something doesn't end up in your arteries. Is that true? Is it okay to take these calcium in the capsules? Or? You know, uh, it depends on the type of calcium. Uh, There's one that they recommend called calcium citrate. Yeah. Well, guess what? Citrate is another one that turns into oxalates. <laughs> and they use citrates in a whole bunch of other things. Oh. So they used to say it absorbs better. Yeah, it absorbs and stays around. Stays so in your calcium body. Calcium citrate. Yeah. It, when it first came out, I was in the health food industry when they first started recommending it. Then I started seeing all the warnings about it causing it. Then when I went to the Merck manual and found out that vitamin C and calcium citrate, they form oxa- oxalates. So right then I figured that out. So plain calciums, calcium lactate, calcium gluconate, uh, a whole bunch of other ones. They're really no problem, but you can take too much of anything, you yeah. know, but one calcium pill isn't going to kill you. Now, people who take Tums to settle the stomach, they're going to make more acid that way and cause problems. Right. But, but if you have it with food, no problem. But you've not seen any with the, you're a great researcher, evidence that shows that these guys can end up in the arteries as calcium deposits well, if you uh if you take an imbalanced diet yes it can happen but it can't happen unless you have omega-3 fatty acids and other things set up too it doesn't happen by itself it's like nothing you know 
we uh, we go into like uh, parts, like they run the car. Hmm. But I've never seen anyone drive down to uh, uh, to L.A. in a Cadillac Ashtray or a Cadillac uh, armrest or a Cadillac radiator. You have to have the whole car. So people are parts oriented. Magnesium does it. Cobalt right. does it. Iodine does it. it it's a whole thing. The whole fruit and nothing but the fruit now, is what you want. And that's a great argument for regardless of what your diet is, whether it be veggie or carny or keto, whatever, is to get it from the food because the body kind of knows what to do with it, right? It just knows what to do with it. It does, and it, and it has a better balance. Yeah. But it's taking <laughs> one or two calcium tablets is not going to kill anybody. Not going to kill Even anybody. a citrate one if you just take it once in a while for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All these say you have medicine. By the way, when I said vitamin C is a toxin, I'm talking about larger amounts. It's not the basic uh, uh, thing, but you you can uh, you can cure scurvy with meat just as much as you can with an orange. It's just that when they were out in ships, uh, you had dried meat and everything is getting destroyed by that time. Jerky is not going to have much vitamin C in it. Any more than an old orange that's uh, that's sitting around for uh, a, a year is going to have much vitamin C. So is that whole thing about um, uh, limes and the limeys and crossing the ocean? Was that true? That is that story and scurvy. In context, they discovered it a long time before that, way back in Egyptian times and Babylonian times. They knew that. It wasn't like they, the English like to think of themselves as, uh, you know, we're, we're gods. We yeah, know anything. Right. Yeah. Do you know when this country started, you know what was considered non-white? Germans, French, Spanish, they were all. Only the Anglo-Saxon race in Germany was considered white and the English and the Americans, of course, because they they would restrict all these other people coming in, uh, 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 Spanish, Italian, uh, you name it. Everybody else was non-white. Non-white. Yeah, I mean, way, way back, I can, uh, you know, the Italians and the Irish, they were looked upon as kind of, you know, <laughs> you're not us, dude. <laughs> hey, definitely. Then, yeah. then they realized that the Irish could be useful in controlling the blacks. So anyway, it's yeah. a complicated yeah. story of how they've used everybody. Yeah, what, what's that great movie with uh, Streets of New York? Oh, yeah, great Ooh, movie. Violent movie, but... Uh, Pretty, pretty you know, awesome. as as much as I hate his politics, Leonardo DiCaprio is one of the greatest actors. The Wall Street one, yeah, he's, uh, he's the Dream good. ones, just which one? Which what's what's the other one? The, yeah, what was the Wall Street? The Wolf of Wall the Wolf Street. Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, what a great! It was a great, great oh, movie. Oh my god! And the one about the dreams. What was that called? Uh, oh, again, yeah. one word. You remember the levels upon levels upon levels upon levels? Yeah. He's been in so many really good movies like that. Oh, and in uh, Django Unchained. Yep, he was uh, in Django with, uh, with Quentin Tarantino. And the but Wolf he's so misled. Well, he's a poor, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's just, God love him. You know, he's just totally clueless. But, you know, I'm really getting to the point where I don't really care about people's politics because it's just, it's just a trip into the Matrix anyway. You know, I... I'm just, you know, if I like to watch him, I'll just watch him, you know, you know what I mean, because. Uh, 
We more watch gardening videos and things like that. <laughs> Though now that we have a computer, we couldn't. Uh, we had uh, no sound except by headphones, oh. and in any of our computers, well, here. Guys can watch so we were banned from uh, uh, from BitChute and those type of things. Now we're catching up on all the things we haven't heard. Gerald Salente and all the other guys. Yeah, all you the know. fun stuff. Yeah. So please, uh, David, would you not, please tell uh, a fiber gal I'm going to call? I think I have her email. I'm going to call upon her and ask her. I need a few geek lessons. You know what I want to do is learn how to upload our videos on the Rumble uh, without. I tried to do it, but they were all they wanted to monetize them, and then it took them forever to 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 load them. And maybe a vibrant gal could look at that. Rumble's really going to be the place to be. I think even more than BitChute. I think there's it, it more. Could be, no, I, I think, think there's more people one, would find you on Rumble. You know what I mean? I think. Some, I don't know. Some of them she's rejected because they want too much information. She doesn't like to give information. <laughs> no, of course not. It's vibrant. Girl. Let's do this call. Hey, good morning. You're on the air with Adam Bergstrom. We only had a few minutes, so go for it. Hi, good morning. Um, you had me thinking about when you were talking about uh, women in, in threes. You know, one goes out and three come in. <laughs> yeah. I, for me, it worked out. I got four. And oh, it's like a four. In you after. got a threesome. Oh, good for you. It's <laughs> <laughs> good for you. No, but... Uh, but you know the curious thing is though, like two out of the these four women that I speak of have had gallbladder issues, and and really now my interest, you know, and my my current girlfriend, you know, she's uh, you know things have been going good with us, you know, ten months now, but um, you know she's starting to have an issue too, and you know with, with the heartburn and stuff. With what? Acid oh, yeah. reflux. Yeah, yeah, and that's Acid that could be a gallbladder right? thing, right, Adam? So, what do you think? Mm -hmm. he, what do you think this caller's got going on? Who's the matter with you that he keeps uh, getting connected up with gals with gallbladder issues? He, there's a lesson here somewhere. Yeah, it, actually, it could be an opportunity to help them. Sometimes no, that's people what I mean. come yeah. our way that right. we have a chance to. And gallbladder is a gallbladder meridian problem, and usually it has. A polarity either way you don't have enough gall or you have too much gall hmm. so the person either doesn't have the gall to quit their job or do an adventure or they have too much gall and get everybody uh, riled, up. riled up it can go either way and and often a person will find a person that either is uh, one or the other rather than back and forth isn't gallbladder uh, involved with resentment um more heart really heart. see if you yeah. if you google that and google knows what they're talking about that uh, <laughs> it's, it's most they, resentment keeps coming up so maybe that's not correct they confuse it with the heart because see the heart and the gallbladder are exactly opposite in time so they're often confused of one another many people have a gallbladder attack it's diagnosed as a heart attack mm. many people have a heart attack it's a gallbladder attack how you usually tell a classic heart attack happens at 12 noon a classic gallbladder attack happens at midnight at midnight yeah that's on the, the a gallbladder is a midnight thing so i've been getting yep. some and uh, excuse me call it let me uh um butt in here a second and we'll finish up with it we got to go in about five minutes um, I've been having a gallbladder thing like almost on the dot solar time of uh, uh, midnight. It's about one thirty my time, which is solar time. And I can feel it. And it just kind of goes. So I'm going to do a gallbladder flush live on the air Friday on the air. I'm going to do it. Yeah, I'm going to do it. First time ever a gallbladder flush. I'm going to do it a little, little different way. 
but I'm working with the idea of resentment. Okay, so caller, go ahead. So, so um, how are your gallbladder girls doing? <laughs> well, you know the the um, my my I only have one girlfriend right now. Okay, but um, okay. <laughs> no, but she's uh, you know, she went to the doctor for it, and I told her, you know, doctor's going to put you on some kind of you know, acid blocker or whatever. And they did, you know, they put her on like peps, yeah, or Prilosec, whatever the heck don't it is. Do that. Oh, yeah. I know. I, t- I tried convincing her. I'm like, try taking like apple cider vinegar, or eat a, eat a pickle before, di- before dinner. But she, you know, she's kind of reluctant so to that. Generally, Adam, when you got that acid reflux, it's too little acid, correct? No, no, it can be either way. It can be either way, yeah. Because it's a pressurization thing that actually happens. It's it's incorrect gaseous pressure. We have an outside pressure and inside pressure. They don't equalize. So it has really nothing to do with acid alkaline. In fact, how you cure it or how you remedy it, yeah. let's say, yeah. you find the first food that it happened with. That's the key food that started it. You think of a color with it to bring you to a who. Hmm. And if not... You eat oranges by themselves at spleen pancreas time from 9 to 11 in the morning. And then you have oranges at night by themselves and you work on the emotional issues and you yawn and you stretch. That's how I got rid of mine. The first time I ever got it, it was really a severe case. And it happened. I thought I'd experiment with transition time. I'm going to have peanut butter and cranberry. (laughs) Man, it messed me up for months before I finally figured out how to do it. I got relief from the orange juice and then I kept going. And now every time I get even the tinge of feeling like I'm going to get there, I know how to stop it. And so, so you, it's you do, easily just to repeat, because we got to run, we got to go. So uh, oranges, 9 to 11 in the morning, right? That's the beginning. And then that's a, you start with that, and then oranges at night, too, before bed? Yep. Okay. You, well, well, what, if, what time if, well, you wake time up in the night? morning. What time at night? You wake he, up in the morning. And Actually, gallbladder time is a good time. Oh, gallbladder time at midnight, oranges. Yep. The gallbladder is not always involved with that. It can be stomach and can be other things. There's various reasons and pressures in the body. That's kind of true. But uh, yeah. resentment can tie into the gallbladder through the heart because the right, the left pinky is actual heart, and the right pinky, even though it's supposed to be the heart, it's a gallbladder. Oh, see, I knew that. Yeah. Okay, uh, we got to run, caller. Thanks. Thanks a lot. All know, right, thank you. And I know the gallbladder thing is happening too because I looked on my little book. And I, I've got some energy all the way down exactly on the gallbladder meridian on my right leg. All the way. You can you can feel it sometimes. So It must be in the air because I'm having the gallbladder thing going t- on now, too, after I had the two things. Yep. So 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock. And, and I'd had it before in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, uh, when I, I had one of the worst uh, cold flus, whatever it was I ever had. And I could tell. 11 o'clock, it came on. Super bad. I th- again, I thought I was going to die back then. But but the, it, midnight is the is the cleansing, right? Midnight. Yeah. Well, okay. uh, well, it, it, it's gallbladder comes on at 11. eleven to one. To one. So you could tell the switchover. I I could tell time by eleven o'clock at times when I had those problems. Yeah. When I had teeth problems, I could tell kidney time when it was six thirty exactly. <laughs> so these times, uh, it's important to notice we we 
tend to not look at them. Uh, yeah. We look at them, so we see the, quick question, the humor of it. Quick question before we go. I'm in a whole new exercise program, week four, building muscle, and it's really, I want to tell you about it someday. Uh, but the very best time to to put on muscle is at five to seven, you said, in the evening? Five to seven? If you want mass, it's three to five. Mass meaning bulk. Meaning bulk? Bulk. Yeah, yeah, I want to go to the you beach. Know, big guns. Yeah, I, yeah, let's do beach. So the three to five, three to solar. Three to five. Three to five. Strength is kidney. Okay. Strength is yeah, if you who want cares strength. About strength. But strength and yeah. Let's go to then muscle you want beach. Three to five. Okay, all right, kid. I got to run. Love you. Take care. Say hi to vibrant gal. Thanks for everything. See you soon. Thank you, Patrick. Okay, brother. Adam Berkstrom, Yes, No, Maybe, Chronobiotic Nutrition. Go on his, uh, his website, which is solartiming.com. Get your favorite books. He's soon going to have a book called, it's all going to be about sugar. So I am going to read this one, and you know, because it'd be fun just to get all turned on to sugar again. All right, kids, I'll see you in about five minutes. We're going to talk about losing weight and other things with uh, Sarah Zaldivar, right here, right here. Oh, Adam taught us how to do this. <laughs> Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.